Welcome to the High Value Publishing Podcast. Discover digital revenue, audience development, and technology strategies to help grow your publishing business. Access show notes and all of our previous episodes at nearviewmedia.com. And now, here's your host, Eric Sheinfeld. Hey gang, welcome to this High Value Publishing session. My name is Eric Sheinfeld. I'm the founder of nearviewmedia.com. Um, but I'm very excited to, to, to be back joining you here. Again, I want to uh, apologize to anyone who showed up last week. It was actually my 28th anniversary. So I was out with my family down in Colorado Springs, hanging out doing that. So uh, apologize uh, that we didn't have a session last week, but appreciate your grace and understanding on that. Uh, I'm excited to do this session though this week. Um, even though I know it's not necessarily directly tied to revenue or audience, we're gonna talk about Google Analytics 4. This is really important for publishers um, to make this switch and to do it relatively quickly to maintain the kind of visibility that you're going to want uh, on your web properties uh, going forward and your audiences going forward. So we're definitely going to talk a little bit today about uh, Google Analytics 4. So a uh, couple quick housekeeping notes as always. We are indeed recording this session. All past sessions will be available at highvaluepublishing.com, which just redirects to a page on Nearview Media. Uh, any links I talk about during today's session will be posted with the recording uh, when it goes live on our site, typically by the Thursday of this week. Uh, and if you can't catch it live, make sure you um, sign up for the podcast on any of the major platforms. Um, if you do have any questions today, because this is going to be part of a, um, a session maybe not a lot of us are used to, post them to the chat or you can use the Q&A feature here if you're with us on Zoom. I'm monitoring both of those. If you're watching this recorded, just go to highvaluepublishing.com and post your question there. And finally, as always, thanks to What's New in Publishing for republishing these sessions to their audience every week. Again, highly recommend you subscribe to What's New in Publishing if you haven't already. Um, I'm gonna be moving these to once every other week. While I've loved doing these every week, um, I'm gonna be moving these sessions to once every other week, starting um, uh, on the 16th. So the 16th will be our next session together. Uh, live um, because I'm going to put some more effort into launching a membership. So um, for those of you who know I do some consulting, uh, I consult with media companies all over the world. Uh, I can only though directly consult with 10, maybe 12 companies at any given time. Uh, I just don't have the time to do more than that. And I'd like to do these sessions as well. But I'm going to be launching a, a, a membership program where we're going to take some of our best practices that we use, uh, everything from you know certain kinds of advertising programs to email to social media to tagging to Google News and we're going to be creating these process documents in there basically it literally is the how-to uh, um, and my goal is to to uh, make it available to all those publishing companies that I don't have direct access to to consult with so um, this will be kind of in between these sessions and consulting if you want to you can be part of the membership let me know if you're interested in that um, uh, would be glad to let you give you more information but hopefully that's launching sometime here in may uh, and thanks marcia appreciate the happy anniversary wishes over there anyway keep an eye out for that it's coming soon it's why these are going to be moving to once every other week but today we're going to talk about google analytics 4 and why it's important that you migrate to google analytics 4 right now um, if you've logged into google analytics anytime in the in the um, in recent history here you've seen this little banner up at the top 
right? This little blue banner that says, uh, you know, something that we oftentimes have ignored, but I, I zoomed in here. Basically what it's saying is, uh, as of July 1st, 2023, so a year and a couple months from now, uh, Universal Analytics, our current version of Google Analytics, will no longer process any new data. So bottom line, they're gonna stop collecting data and it's all gonna move over to Google Analytics 4. So I know you're thinking, hey, July 1st, 2023, that's over a year from now, what's the hurry, what's the big deal? Well, this is kind of a big deal because, um, if you think about it, this is that's when Google Analytics 3 or current Universal Analytics stops collecting data. Now, there will be no transfer of data from the old Google Analytics to the new Google Analytics 4, none. So as of July 1st, 2023, if you launch then, you'll have no historical data. So I'm counseling all of my publishers that I consult with, we want at least one year's worth of data when this cuts over, when Universal Analytics no longer starts collect, stops, um, when Universal Analytics stops collecting data. We want that to be um, uh, at least a year's worth of data uh, within Google Analytics 4. So what that really means is that the deadline is actually July 1, 2022. You want Google Analytics up and running fully operational by July 1, 2022. So when 2023 rolls around, you've got at least a year's worth of data and you can do historical comparisons on this. Um, so that's why it's important. That's why actually right now you've got May and June to get this implemented. That's why it's, it's important. That's why the hurry, that's why I wanted to do this session for you guys here today. So let's talk a little bit about Google Analytics 4, right? Here's a screenshot of Google Analytics 4, and I'm actually gonna switch over to a live version here. Um, first of all, they announced this here back on March 16th. Google Analytics 4 is coming, um, and that, oh, by the way, um, all the current analytics properties are gonna end as of 2023. By the way, if you do have Analytics 360, which is the paid version of this, um, the paid version of Google Analytics, if you would, um, they're going to get an additional three months worth of, uh, of access. But um, for most of us, we're on regular Google Analytics, and that means that as of July 1st, 2023, it basically goes away. Um, it's also that your data from that will still be accessible for six more months. So I'll get to that here a little bit later, but it stops collecting on, Janu on July 1st, 2023, and by the end of the year, then it's gone completely and you can't even access your historical data. Yes, this actually is true, it actually is happening. Now, who knows, Google may change their mind uh, over the time, but right now that is um, the, the way it is. So let's take a quick look here. So I've got a Google Analytics, um, three, a universal analytics, Google Analytics three, universal analytics, same thing for our discussion purposes today. Uh, and then Google Analytics four is over here. So I wanted to walk through you uh, a few of the differences here so you can see a little bit of the differences. Um, I'm not gonna go way into this. Uh, there's a lot of depth that we're just not gonna have time to do today. But um, there's, and there's a great, 
demo account you can log into. You can add to your Google Analytics. You can you can get begin playing with it here. But um, they've organized things a little bit differently on their uh, properties, right? So we'll talk through some of the big differences here. And I'll go over some of the reports and how that differs from Google Analytics 3 to Google Analytics 4. But let me talk to you briefly about what are those differences, right? So number one, the concept of the session is changing. I don't want to get too geeky here, um, but uh, Google Analytics 4 is based on events rather than sessions. Now, you'll still see sessions in there that you can see, but it's it's action-based, event-based rather than time-based. So the general consensus out there is that you may see a reduction in the number of user sessions to your site, but that's okay. Your traffic is still the same. It's just going to be reporting a little bit differently. So don't freak out if you install Google Analytics 4 and you start to see a reduction in sessions. Um, it's a much bigger focus on the individual users, the audience, than on sessions in Google Analytics 4. The other big thing is uh, expanded events. Basically, really in Google Analytics 4, everything's an event. Everything's an event. A page is an event, a click's an event, a sign-up's an event, everything's an event. Um, but there's a lot of expanded events that you can get that were, have been kind of difficult with Google Analytics 3. Things like scrolling. How far down a page did someone scroll? Did, some, you know, did someone get to the 50% mark or whatever mark? Uh, outbound clicks, which have always been a difficult thing to track are easier to track with Google Analytics 4. Uh, video engagement and views, uh, downloads of files, things like that. There's a lot more expanded events that are easier to do in Google Analytics 4. Uh, in addition, website and apps are now combined. It used to be with Google Analytics 3, we used to have one Google Analytics property for a website, a different Google Analytics property for any apps. Well, those are combined into one property in uh, in Google Analytics 4. Uh, in fact, I know there's a couple of publishers who are here on today's session who are launching apps for your websites. This will be a good thing for you guys. Um, maybe this a session we'll do here in the future is how to inexpensively launch an app for your, for, for, for your website. There's some good stuff we can do there. Um, reports are organized differently, uh, and I'll go over that here in a little bit when we look at the live. Uh, reports within uh, Google Analytics 4 are more organized by user lifestyle, uh, lifestyle, life cycle, uh, acquisition, engagement, um, you know, revenue, retention, things like that. <clears throat> so it's organized by user life cycle, uh, and you'll, you'll get used to that, but it will take some getting used to. There's also no concept of views. I know a lot of publisher will use different views, right? They'll have views, for a, a raw data view, a view where maybe they filter out robots and internal traffic. They'll have a master view. Uh, one publisher I know is using uh, different views to see different parts of their website. Views go away. Views are no longer a thing in Google Analytics 4. Instead, they're replaced by what are by audiences and data streams, which you can filter a little bit. Um, if you do need things, there's something called a sub property, but that's only available if you're doing the paid uh, Analytics 360 platform. Uh, but for most publishers here, this shouldn't be a big deal. We can still do you know, audience segmentations within uh, Google Analytics 4, but views go away. 
There's also no concept of bounce rate uh, in, uh, in Google Analytics 4. Uh, instead, it's being replaced by uh, expanded metrics around user engagement. Uh, Google's kind of saying, hey, bounce rate was just a measurement of engagement, but we're going to really focus on engagement in, in general as uh, how we're going to measure the site. So things like how, how long people are spending doing things on your site. Um, and I did mention to you that the data from your current Universal Analytics will only be available to you through the end of 2023. So um, Universal Analytics stops collecting as of July 1. And then by the end of the year of 2023, it's no longer even available. You can't even access it anymore. So these are just some things to be aware of. These are the biggest differences between Google Analytics 3 slash Universal Analytics and Google Analytics 4. Um, let me just give you a, a quick tour. Again, I'm not, my goal isn't to, to give you a, a full differences and a full training on Google Analytics 4, but to give you just a, a quick um, idea. So within Google Analytics 3, right, we had real-time, we had audience acquisition, behavior, conversion. So it's kind of similar that they measured the audience as a whole, how do people get to your site? What do they do while they're on your site? And then did they do any conversion? Sort of similar in Google Analytics 4, but it's been expanded. So over here in the menu, you now have to go into your reports. And in your reports, these, this is where you'll spend the bulk of your time, um, is now into acquisition, engagement, monetization, and retention. These are the, the, the big buckets that it's putting people into. So acquisition is exactly what it says here. This is very similar to Google Analytics 3. Hey, how many people did we have come in? Uh, how many what, conversions and revenue and events? How many users in the last 30 minutes, right? How did they come in? Through organic, CPC referral, affiliate, email, whatever it may happen to be. Um, so this is very similar to what we're used to seeing in Google Analytics 3. It's just organized differently. Remember I said views go away. Um, now, if you've ever used Google Analytics uh, much, you've probably gotten, gotten into the idea of creating these segments over here, right? Where you can create a segment and you can do certain criteria that filter out um, um, all of your properties. So I could say, hey, you know, show me only people who are highly engaged or who have been here 10 sessions or more in the last 30 days, right? I, you can create these audience segments. Google Analytics 4 takes that to the next level. It has this, you got all users and you can add this comparison and then you can build a comparison, a comparative audience over here. So you can build an audience off of, you know, tons of different parameters. Again, I'm not going to go real deep into this. I just want to show you the main differences here, but this is user acquisition and you can see there's user acquisition and then there's traffic acquisition, which is kind of interesting. So user acquisition is talking a lot about the, the channels. Um, that you're coming in from and the sources. And then traffic acquisition um, is where you can group some of these things together underneath here. Uh, engagement. This is where we start talking about all the different kinds of events. So um, engagement time, time per session, uh, all the other stuff that you're used to. User stickiness is becoming a big issue. New acronyms to learn, DAO, MAO, and WOW. Um, I won't go into those here yet, but uh, those new acronyms that we'll have to learn here. Uh, all these different events that are coming through. You can literally see every kind of event. And I just got to put the comparisons in here to do it. I'm not going to do that right now. But then pages and screens, right? Pages on websites, screens on um, on um, um, 
uh, apps uh, all is coming here and for some reason my data isn't fully loading right now I'm not sure why it's not loading here here it comes it's loading. It's taking some time to load in. The demo account's running a little slow today. Uh, but then, then we're going to monetization. Now, monetization is very, very skewed toward Google. Uh, obviously, any e-commerce purchases you have, so whether you have WooCommerce or Shopify or you're doing other e-commerce stuff, or for those publishers who are actually also taking in and, and making their subscription purchases, e-commerce purchases, those will show up all, all in here. Um, and so this is obviously, this is like the e-commerce section of Google Analytics 3. Um, then, you know, specific e-commerce, uh, in-app purchases, it's going to track in-app purchases in here. So uh, if you're doing any kind of in-app purchase, uh, data, you can do that in here. Um, I checked and I'm pretty positive. I will double check this, that it will track both, uh, purchases from the, um, Google, Play as well as from the Apple App Store. Uh, I'll double check that, but I think it does check, it does do both. And then obviously, publisher ads. Well, this is tied into Google Ad Manager and Google AdSense. If you happen to be using a third party ad system like a Broad Street Ads or an Advert Serve, um, it doesn't track that. Although I'm talking with those guys to see if perhaps there's an API configuration where they can begin to put monetization in here as well. For most of us, this isn't gonna be as big of a deal, but if you are doing it, it's nice. Uh, and then we have retention, which is um, you know, new users, reten returning users, kind of how you're, how you're doing things over lifetime values. So just, just trying to convince this down. It's got most of the same data that you see over here just organized differently. So it'll take some getting used to, but um, we'll, we'll, we'll get the hang of it on here. And actually, as you'll see here in a minute, I think this is an opportunity uh, for most publishers here. Um, so bottom line, what does this mean? What do you need to do as a publisher? Well, number one, create and configure a Google Analytics 4 property for your website. Now, Google actually has a great guide um, right here. Uh, for uh, migrating to Google Analytics 4. I'm gonna put this into the, the chat for everyone here live with me. Uh, I'll put this as a link with the session when we archive it. Uh, this is a great guide though, a great checklist to, to kind of go through to make sure, are you migrating to Google Analytics 4 um, the right way? Um, so I would highly recommend you guys utilize this guide to help with your, with your transition. Um, then the next thing we've got here is you then want to add the Google Analytics 4 tag to your website. So you can add this directly uh, to your website using, using the code provided just like you would with the Google Analytics 3. It is a different tag from the Universal Analytics tag. Um, there are some plugins out there that folks use that will do this, or you could do it through Google Tag Manager, or if you're using another tag management system, you can add it through that as well. But somehow you've got to get that tag on your website and get it tracking. It is okay to have both the Google Analytics, Google Analytics 3, Universal Analytics, and the Google Analytics 4 tag running simultaneously on your site. As a matter of fact, you're going to want that for the next year until GA3 shuts down. So you're gonna want that on there. It won't double count. It's two completely different properties, two completely different systems, really. So uh, go ahead and add both of those uh, onto, uh, onto your site. Next thing you wanna do is you're gonna wanna link 
your Google Analytics 4 property to your other Google assets, right? If you're using Google Ads, you're going to want to connect it with your Google Ads account. If you're using Google Search Console, which everybody here should be using, you're going to want to connect it to that uh, and so on. Um, by the way, this is what I mean by a great opportunity. I know so many publishers who have a Google Analytics account, but they don't have it configured right. They don't have it configured well. Um, they're not connected to their Google Ads account. They're not connected to their Google Search Console. This is an opportunity to get things set up right. Uh, and, and Drew, I saw your message here. Yes, um, the slides will not be available, but the recording will be available uh, this Thursday on the website. Um, next thing you want to do is you want to switch any other apps that depend upon Universal Analytics. So for example, I set up a lot of uh, KPI dashboards for my clients where we're pulling in a lot of data from Google Analytics into that dashboard. Um, we now need to make that change. We need to, um, to uh, swap out from using Google Analytics 3 to instead using Google Analytics 4 in those dashboards. So anywhere, any other systems that you have out there that are dependent upon your Google Analytics 3 property, your universal analytics property, make absolutely sure that you've reconnected those to Google Analytics 4 before the deadline, before the deadline. Um, have your staff take Google Analytics 4 training. This is another opportunity. Uh, again, I work with so many publishers and I can't tell you how many of them, their staff has no idea how to use Google Analytics or what kind of data they have in Google Analytics. Make your staff take the GA4 training. Um, so there is um, some great training here uh, that Google has done. They're doing it through um, uh, Skillshop, but this is um, it, it's actually owned by 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 Google, but they're partnering with a with another property to do it. They've got three great courses here that will help you learn Google Analytics. At a minimum, have your staff take this Discover. Um, class, but there's two other classes there that probably your analytics and your audience people really ought to, ought to take here. So definitely take these training classes. And again, I'll put this into the chat, but I'll also put this as a link when we uh, upload the um, this recording on Thursday. Uh, so then getting back into this, use Universal Analytics and GA4 simultaneously. Have your staff use GA4 as much as they can. Get them more used to it. Get them over time utilizing it exclusively. You've got a year to help get them transition. Get them used to it. You don't want to just cut over on July 1 and say, congrats, new system to use. No, get them used to it now. Uh, get it installed. Get them used to it here. Um, and then I would I recommend that after July 1st, 2023, go into Google Analytics 3, Universal Analytics, the old one, and save out any reports that you think you need to keep. None of that historical data is going to be there. I mean, we have some data, some of my clients have data that's 10, 15 years worth of data in Google Analytics 3. That's no longer going to be available. So I really recommend looking at some long-term trend stuff, um, taking snapshots month by month over various years, export that data. You can export them as PDFs, you can export them as Excel files, but get out the data that you think you're going to need to keep before the end of 2023. Get that data out. Now, you, you really don't need to do this until July, but get that data out by, uh, by 2023. Um, yeah, and then obviously as of July 1, 
you're gonna be using GA4 exclusively. We'll be in a GA4 world. Google Analytics 3, Universe Analytics will be gone as far as we know it. So that was what I did today. That's all I really want to do. If I've got nothing but light, but lit a fire underneath you to, to start making the switch to Google Analytics 4, start analyzing it, start getting it set up, I will have accomplished my job. Um, but if you have any thoughts or any questions, uh, let me know. Um, we're currently migrating all of our clients over to Google Analytics 4 right now. Some of them know it, some of them don't know it yet, but uh, we're actually working on this all in the background right now. Uh, anyway, that was it for today. That's all we had to go over. I really appreciate you guys joining in and we will see you two weeks from now uh, at our next session here on High Value Publishing. I hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful week. We'll see you soon.